on yourself. But that's probably that's probably what it is. Those uh, he can't do the back to backs or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. I like I like I like what they're doing though. Yeah, they just need. I mean, some direction. Those teams like that, those younger teams, they they have to um, they gotta have like a like a three to five year plan because yeah. you're not doing too much right now. And stop trying right. to stop trying to implement these old like OKC did with Horford like. There's no need yeah. for Horford to be there. You don't need that kind of vet. You need somebody yeah. with some, like a Julius Randle kind of vet. Like, you know, still yeah. young but played around. A young vet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not them old. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying about us getting, uh, uh, how you say it? Vuf, 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 check. How you say it? Bro, it don't even matter because you was going to fuck it up regardless. <laughs> how, how you say it? Say it for me. I have no idea. Vucevic. Vucevic, yeah. Okay. That's what I was saying about Vucevic. Like, he took like 27, 28. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he done played enough and, ball there. Yeah, yeah. Put him with the Levine. Mm-hmm. We got the young point guard. Um, um, we got Markin in who be blowing me. I fuck with and him. then now, he be blowing me. But, <laughs> and then now, you start building around yeah, it. And yeah. I like the fact that the roster is basically everybody going to be done at the end of the season, except for the main pieces. Right. And then you just build around it. You get the right veterans down there, you know. And 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 I like the coaching staff. I like what the front, how the front office is thinking. They gave niggas a chance to prove themselves. Bama's showed they steal some trash. Auto Porter, yeah, blow that shit up. I should say trash. They just not for this situation. Like Auto Porter. And uh, you know, with a contender or something like that, might look totally different. Better role role player mode. Yeah, yeah, but having him. Be a major piece for us, and no, I fuck that. You know what I'm saying, but um, but but as you see in 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 great uh, NBA fashion, um, the battle against LeBron has heated up. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's the NBA versus LeBron at this point. <laughs> so what you think about? But that's what I was asking you before. I'm like, at, at what point? Like, do you think he get tired? Like, I, I get it. It's it's okay to have. You know, because he got players, you know. It's okay to have one yeah. or two maybe players. But when people are purposely saying, nah, I ain't going to play with you. I'm going to go join over here to – at some point, you yeah. got to be like, all right, bro. Like, y'all got it. Y'all got it. I'm going to go ahead and step away. Y'all can have the, the league now. Because yeah, it ain't yeah. fun no more. I think at this point, though, I don't think he – I really don't think he tripped. Like, I feel like after that, especially after that, that joint last year, mm-hmm. I think he pretty much like – if you pay, if you, if you, I know you don't really pay them any attention, but Mm-mm. people that that watch the games or whatever, especially now that he's hurt, his demeanor on the sideline, I think, tells me everything I need to know. Okay, he don't he let AD like do all the talking and the and sort of like the sideline coaching and all that, mm-hmm. and he lay in the cut. He his 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 uh, demeanor is more like. I'm riding, but this AD, this gonna be AD's right situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he's sort of like you can kind of tell slowly but surely he kind of like falling back, laying back, and like nah, you you. Because for me, it would be like it'd be different if I the Clippers got some players, the Blazers got some players, you know, Jazz got some players, Heat got some players, Bucks got some players. But when everybody's saying no, I'm either go to Nets or Clippers. Like, you know it's personal against you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all yeah. right, you know, y'all got to do all that to beat me. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> but, it's, but, it's, but for him, and I'm just talking about this only is, is strictly to LeBron. Mm-hmm. 
it's been that since day one. Yeah. So it's like at this point, they got used to this shit. Somebody posted an interview on Twitter yesterday. It was LeBron's rookie season. And he was being interviewed by um who was it? Was it uh I can't remember who it was. But anyway, the question he asked LeBron was, how does it make you feel that you you're expected to be an Hall of Famer automatically? Mm-hmm. So he he was he said that means you being a really good player or you being an all star player is not going to be enough. You have to become a Hall of Fame player. How does that make you feel? And I'm listening to it. I'm like, dog, this is this nigga's rookie, <laughs> 17, 18 years old. Yes, <laughs> and he said, how does it make you feel that you can't be nothing? The, nothing the short of a Hall of Famer. Yeah, the expectation of you is that you can't be nothing. Less than a Hall of Famer. Mm. How does that make you feel? And that's where the clip stopped. Mm. And I was like, bruh, seven, like you said, 17, 18 years old, yeah. bruh. And the expectation for him, nobody else had that. Yeah. I don't think no one, and I don't think anyone else could have could have t- taken on that kind of pressure. I think it, he was built Stop. for it. I think it was he, he was ready. That's a lot, and he proved it. I That's mean, but a, yeah, yeah. But at this point it. in life, you know, I would gotta get tired of everybody going to the same goddamn team. Like, spread it around. Let, let's make it competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody ain't got to join the Nets. Well, you well, well, you know, they blame. They think he created super teams, right? To begin with, <laughs> right. So, but uh, even then, he when crazy. he had even outside of the 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 Bosch and, and Wade, they had a bunch of random motherfuckers like that looked good. Under that team, but wasn't really that good. I mean, Mike Miller was on his way out. Remember, he had a bad back. Mm-hmm. James Jones was pretty much done. Yeah, you got Ray Allen was pretty good. No one knew who Chalmers, Norris Cole. Yeah, but, Ray, but, Ray, uh, but people forget Ray Allen was done after that. Right. But, you know what I'm saying, like you had Norris Cole and all them. You know what I'm saying, a bunch of role players that was pretty good. But they mm-hmm. wasn't already established outside of, you know. Yeah. And even what, well, I mean, the Lakers team this year is it's a little bit more. On that this vibe, because the, they got I, uh, Bobby Schmurter and well, Marcus All is he on his way out who is, too? Who is Bobby Schmurter? What's the little nigga with the blonde patch? <laughs> oh, you talking? So yeah, he pretty good. <laughs> you called him Bobby Schmurter, just like that Schroeder. nigga, Schroeder. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, he pretty decent. And uh, what's the other Bama they got from the Clippers? Uh, uh, that Bama, uh, Matre. Yeah, he Matre. really good. You know, so this year he's not a real. The only thing with him, he's not a real center. Yeah, but, but he is a good. He's a he good center. Player. I thought he was like a small or a, like a three or four. Nah, Matre is like powerful center. God damn! But yeah. like even with the last year, like they had a bunch of kind of people on their way out. But it seemed like these other teams are getting like really good motherfuckers, <laughs> like really good. Yeah, I tell you one thing. I don't want to hear nothing about no KD, the greatest player, nothing. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, nah, I can't. That, that's, that argument's out the window. Yeah, that shit been out the window for a long time. He's a great scorer. He might be one of the greatest scorers ever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as player-wise, nah. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we not a sports show. It's the Separate the Two podcast. I'm your boy, O.K. Johnny. Oh, Johnny. O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore Johnny with my co-host. So you're your stepchild, G motherfucking deck. Bitch, I look better than Rick James. I look better than Rick James. Separate. I put it like this. I think if it wasn't for the show and promoting the show, or whatever, right? I'd probably be done with, with social media. Yeah, definitely. Separate.
separate you. A lot of regular ass chicks that's got a lot of hundreds of thousands. You know what I'm saying? All the ones that's got big, they insta, they uh, OnlyFans shit. Right. Or they didn't so, show their ass at some point in time. <laughs> separate you. Oh, uh, what was your first pet's name? He's like, oh, I had a pet. This is my pet. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't realize, you know what I'm saying, this is all the shit they ask you on them little security joints, you know what I'm saying, when you're filling out shit. And you like, damn. Why you always insecure? Auto tight to a nigga. Listen, ain't nowhere around it no more. We back. Make sure you uh, subscribe. You can find us on the Apple Podcast app, on Google Play Music, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spotify, and um. I I want to start out by saying I'm sorry for the wait. Uh, we had a, a we we was trying to get back to you guys, but. It's all on me. A lot of it is on me. I had a whole lot you going had a, on. You had a busy week. Being, I had a uh, busy Tim the Tool Man Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I had a busy week. Hey, man, but you know, when it comes to my baby, I drop everything for my baby. Yeah. You're a good father. I love you. Am I? Yeah, for putting that shit together. Yeah, you, you, you deserve a year off. Was was it a, was it a good father or did I refuse to pay the seven? <laughs> either either one. <laughs> that would have been dropped, bro. We so we bought we bought them a swing set or whatever, and um we got the joint from Costco. So of course, you know we got to put the joint. So when you seen it, wait, so you saw it in the store. I saw it in the store. Was it put together or in the box? Partial. It, it, you can see how it was supposed to look on the box. But in the store, it just had the main part set up without all the slide. Wasn't no slide on it. Wasn't no swings on it. But you knew how big it was off Buck's pose. Yes. Okay. By, by looking at the picture that the box it came. Got so it. I saw what the final thing was going to be. Okay. So when I saw, because I was in Costco by myself one day, I saw it. I took a picture of it. I saw the picture. I was like, what do you think should be? You know what I'm saying? Should be good. She was like, yeah, I do it. So... But you know, I just that's where I left it. I said, all right, well, you know, whenever you think it's a good time, that's what we'll do. So uh, about a week or so ago, she hit me. I was at work, and she was like, um, I'm thinking we should. This would be a good time to get the uh, the swing set. I said, all right, cool. But I had recently. I don't know if I talked about. Did I talk about hurt my back on here? I don't think so. Okay, I well you know, I recently hurt my back or whatever. So I was jive like hesitant. I've been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was hesitant and I've been jive like since the week before my birthday. I've been wrestling with this back situation up until literally this past this week. So, told you I was going to massage it for you. I give out I give out happy beginnings. You ain't even got to worry about the end. <laughs> so, uh, so. All I'm thinking about at this point, all right, so 
I like to paint pictures. So I'm the type of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw the swing set. I sent it to her. I'm like, let me know. I'm done with it. In my mind, because I, I got so much stuff in my mind. Right. Like, I'm done with it. So when she finally came back and was like, okay, I think it's a good time to do it. All I'm thinking is, who going to lift this shit? Because my, right. my back is <laughs> jacked up. But do anything for my kids. You know what I'm saying? So she goes. And all you was worried about was lifting it. The box. At the time. <laughs> at the time. I was like, yo, who was going to lift this yeah, shit? Because I knew it was going to be. Now, mind you, it came in like five big ass boxes. God right? damn. Yeah. So, because it's. The whole shit came in pieces. Okay. Nothing was together. The whole shit was in pieces. Mm. So I'm like, all right. So so I was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get it done. So she gets the van. She was like, well, you don't have to worry about lifting nothing, getting it from the store, because I'm going to make them lift it and okay. put it in the van. It's just when we get to the house. I said, cool. I could, I could do that. All right? So she goes rent the van. She had them load to join up. But of course, when she come home, somebody got to unload it. Join. Yeah. <laughs> So I go out there, I do my thing. I'm like, look, I'm like, I can lift whatever. I got the arm strength to lift whatever. Mm. It's just I can't get bend down, down yeah. to. So I was like, what we gonna have to do is we'll slide it off the van. You know what I'm saying? I'll adjust it, get it how it need to be, and then you just help me lower it to the ground. Mm-hmm. So that's how we did the joint. So we got that all done. It sat in the garage for about. A week, I want to say. Mm. Kids didn't even notice the joint. Dang. Which was good because as long as they didn't notice it, it wasn't it's no pressure. Me time. Right. It wasn't no pressure. My daughter goes out there to get something out the freezer in the garage and notice that this joint it's is a swing set. <laughs> bruh. I know it was Christmas all over again. <laughs> she said, Landon, Landon, we got a playground. We mm. got a playground. So, <laughs> of course, after that, when we gonna get the play on it? When we go? When you go? I'm like, all right, we gonna give daddy a few things because I'm still thinking about my back. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. like, get daddy a few days. We go work on it. So of course, a few days went by, and then I was out of time. It was like they was pressing me. Yeah, they was pressing me. So long story short, it was all good. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm like, I got all the tools. I just recently bought a brand new pipe with drill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got everything. She was like, well, we don't have to put it together. The store will put it together. I was like, oh, for real? I was mm-hmm. like, how much they how much they want to do that? She was like, $700. I said, $700? <laughs> I said, oh, nah, we putting this show together ourselves. <laughs> Bruh. See, when you, were, when you said it was sitting in the joint, I'd have been like, hey, what what, what day they say they going to come put it together? That would have been my mindset. So she said she got it. I'd be like, oh, what, what day they putting it together? I, I didn't even realize that the store would actually do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like, all right, we got this joint. When I get the energy, get my mind right, I'm going to start working on it. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, nah, they'll come through it. $700. I'm like, $700? At the time, listen, separate the two audience. At the time, I thought that number was astronomical. I was <laughs> like, $700 sounds crazy. For a swing set, For this me. You know set. me, I got... You know I gotta talk shit for a swing set. This is just a swing. Who would pay seven hundred dollars to this put up a swing? Myself, watch it. <laughs> just give me, give me a, a screwdriver in two hours. Knife. I had this shit done, right, <laughs> nigga. Excuse my language. Can I say I will stop saying nigga, bruh. She opened that box up and pulled that manual out. Bruh. That joint said sixteen hour. 
project. Mm, 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 mm. 56 steps. Mm. Okay? Now, we when we start putting it together, we had the main body of the joint built. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That took about three days. Because mm. we started on a Sunday. Monday, I, I got back on it went that afternoon. So we did about, the first day we did about four, four or five hours. Second day we did another four or five hours. Third day we did about maybe four hours. Mm-hmm. By the time we finished all that, my nigga, three days have gone by. Because yeah. Tuesday, on, yeah. I remember the picture we was on, on Tuesday. Yeah, we was on step 21. <laughs> Three days. Twenty-one. Dang. <laughs> I was like, now I'm, I'm, pay- I'm like, yeah, we never gonna finish Ever. this. <laughs> Ever. So to speed it up, three days we did that. Uh, the fourth day, no, one, two, three days. The fourth day it rained. Okay. Or was it the third day? I want to say the fourth day it rained. Then I get sick. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do jack, so I lost another day. And then finally Friday, we got back on it and then it up. Com- completely finished it. But mm. that took all day. That was like eight hours straight. Damn. So eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. They said 16 hours. It probably took us about 17 or 18 hours. Well, that's good. Y'all was right on, on, on par with it. No, that wasn't good, nigga. I <laughs> thought this shit was going to be done in two days. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm telling you. Motherfuckers would have been. It would have been some beef right now. Like, motherfuckers would hate each other at this point. Fucking with me. Because I would have threw half that shit in the, in the, in the uh, woods get, getting frustrated. I would have been so pissed. <laughs> I would have been cussing motherfuckers out for not paying the seven. Yeah, it would have been hell. It would have been hell. It, got rough, it had some rough moments. It had some rough moments. I would have cussed my kids out. <laughs> All that. Look. They want to play on it as we build, so you had to deal with that. My back hurting, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's time, it was so time consuming. Like, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't get nothing else done yet. Yeah. Because by the time I finished with that joint at the end of the day, I'm fried, like tired. I tired. bet. Yeah. And mind you, I hadn't been sleeping good for the last few weeks. Because of my back situation, which I finally come to the conclusion, I need to change the mattress. It's I think it's the mattress yeah. that's quality mattress that's, is key. Man, let me tell you, especially at this how they say online, this big old age that I'm at. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, you gotta have a good mattress yeah. at this age. That's I'm telling you. Definitely worth the investment. Definitely. So I would be I would definitely be doing and the funny thing, I was fine with it. Then all of a sudden it just wasn't fine no more. Mm. And so and how I came to that conclusion. Uh, the last two nights this weekend, I said, you know what? I'm going to sleep on the couch. Mm. If I feel better from sleeping on the couch than I'm feeling on sleeping bed, in the bed, yeah. I definitely need to change definitely. the bed. Bruh, that first night I slept on that couch, I woke up, back not hurting no more, mm. arms not hurting, legs. like I was like brand new. Or maybe you just need to bounce I, between the two. Nah, so here's the thing. I contribute not only my back hurting, but my not getting quality sleep mm-hmm. to the fact that the, I'm not sleep because like I kept saying y'all like I can't stay to sleep like every two hours I wake up I'm not getting good quality sleep. Mm. Man, I got on that couch straight through the night, knocked out. You know what I'm saying? And 
I was feeling sore and everything because I was exhausted, bro. Damn. My body was basically exhausted. These last two nights I got full, I feel... I feel like I'm ready to hit the court. I feel like, <laughs> I ain't nigga, relax. you know what I'm saying? I could build two swing sets. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm I'm back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's crazy. It, if you decide to go and get a swing set from Costco mm-hmm. and you want to build it. Pay the seven. And I'm telling you, $700 is cheap. <laughs> right. Or pay I'm the, telling you. Or, or we'll get you a discount. You pay John 500 and and we'll come put it together. I'll just stand around and provide water while you put everything together because <laughs> you already got it. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. I already said if you want me to build it, it's a thousand dollars. So you dang. better go with Costco. <laughs> <laughs> you better go with Costco. Mm-mm. And the swing set was a thousand plus. So you talking about two a two thousand dollar swing set swing set situation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I'm not charging less than a G to yeah. build that again. Well, I can't wait. And to I told swing on. I told their mother. I told their mother this swing set come with the house. If we ever decide to do something else, oh yeah, put that price in. <laughs> <laughs> get your money for this swing set because it's staying here. I'm telling you. Mm-mm-mm. Well, speaking of buying something new, I decided to. Well, I ain't gonna say I decided. I accidentally <laughs> came across something new. Okay. So, usually I buy the uh, Dove's Men deodorant, Sage and Minerals deodorant. The, you said Dove? Dove's Men deodorant. Okay. It's minerals and Sage is the is the is the I ain't gonna call it the flavor, the, the scent. I guess is what you want to call it. Okay. Okay. Love it. It's it's amazing. But I guess it's like the what you call it the powder one. You know, ain't that okay. what it is? Is it a powder? What the, is it? You know. The white one yeah. that's kind of like right, yeah. yeah. I guess right. Yeah. Let's call it. Let's I know go with that. Yeah. So okay. that's always my shit. Like whenever I buy my deal, that's what I get. Now I might get okay. a. They got a, a couple other joints, uh, scent wise that I usually you know if I don't find the mineral and sage and I'll go with that. But the mineral and sage smells amazing. Mm. So I was in Walmart uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe last week. I'm not sure. Was gonna get deodorant. Like if I get down to one, I'll usually buy two more. You know, just to uh-huh. just to have it. So I'm looking around. They didn't have my shit, so I grabbed two other ones. I'm like, all right, uh-huh. you know, I just grabbed these two or whatever. Same, you know, Doves Men or whatever. So of course it gets time to use it, and I pop the joint open or whatever. But it's the it's the other joint. It ain't the the powder. It's the the other thing. What we want to call it? The gel. Oh, the other gel. The gel. Yeah. Yeah, but not mm-hmm. not the 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 other gel. It's not like the normal gel. Cause like I, Gillette? Like Gillette? I don't know. You remember Gillette? Yeah. But not the ones that, the like, liquidy gel, but more like okay. the, the the block yeah, gel, about- but not, it, it's still not like that gel. Uh, yeah, it's a little different. like the speed stick gel. Yeah, it's a little different. So when I see it, because I hate the gel, the gel usually irritate my arms. Like, it, it like, okay. burn my shit or whatever. So, I stay away from mm. those. But this one was a little different. So, I'm like, alright, whatever. So, I'm using it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm, I've, I could always, I've never been a smelly person. Like, I've never What you mean smelly? Just smelly. Like, if you start sweating, you're like, oh man, I stink type shit or whatever. Oh, that's like, what you think. I sm- I've smelt you a few times. Okay, watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I could usually, you know, you might could sweat a little bit and I still be you know, job fresh or whatever. Uh-huh. So the last two days, you know, I've been like, man, you've been smelling like, <laughs> like I'm like, what is going on? 
this deodorant. I don't know what it's like. It's like a, a steak and cheese. Bro, hold, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, a skip school steak and cheese. You know what I'm saying? One of them joints you ain't supposed to have. But but ever since I've been using the deodorant, it's like, and I don't be doing nothing crazy. I don't be working out, running around. I don't be, but it's like he got the reverse effect. It's like, it makes me stink. I don't know what it is, bro. That shit is horrible. Like I'm For like really upset. And it's it is by Dub. Yeah. So we How did you how did you buy the wrong one? Because remember I told you they didn't have the, the mineral and sage uh oh, scent. Okay, okay, okay. So I just went so you, I thought it was a different scent. They had like got you, got you. fresh scent or comfort or whatever the fuck it's called. But this but shit you know here it'll say it it'll say it on it. Well, I need to start like reading because I just be grabbing shit. Like <laughs> I'm thinking I'm already in the same, you know. Just let me get the same shit, but nah, this shit ain't it. So I say all that to say this. If uh, anybody smelt me within these past <laughs> couple <of> days, <laughs> I just want to say fuck y'all because you didn't tell me <laughs> and we not real friends. <laughs> that That is true. Yeah, but nah, that, that shit oh, that shit kind of caught me off guard. I was like, hold up, bro. Like, this deodorant ain't, ain't deodoranting, deodoranting, whatever the fuck it's supposed to be doing. It ain't doing it. That is funny. But, um, I was gonna ask you, do you use your do you use the mute at all on Twitter? No. You know you're not like you mute words or whatever? Nah. Uh-uh. Okay. Me I I never did it bef- like for a long time. I've okay. been on Twitter since like two thousand eleven or something like that. Right. And I, I never muted any word or whatever. And no. so I would see Littles, shout out to Littles. I would see Littles talk about you know, mutant stuff all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So my first time muting something was Donald Trump. Okay, strictly so, muted. So if you you go to a, I guess a place on Twitter, mm-hmm. and you type in Donald Trump, mm-hmm. so anybody who posts something about Donald Trump or says the word anything, Donald or Trump, yeah. So if no, I anything, post. Go ahead. If I post something, I'll be like, whatever, whatever, Donald Trump, you won't see it. I won't see it. Ah, okay. Now, shout out to Littles again. Okay. This is the best thing that ever happened to me. Okay? hmm So, it was after the whole, uh, uh, when folks stormed the Capitol and okay. all that and all this, I just, I was like, yo. I was like, I felt like my social media life would be so much better at the time if I just I just was tired of hearing about Donald Trump. Mm. So I went to the mute joint. I typed in Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And initially, you know, it's on your mind, okay, I'm I'm I muted it. So I'm I'm on high alert because I'm like, all right, if this really works, I shouldn't see I shouldn't nothing. see nothing about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So you know, time goes on, time goes on. And mind you, this happened at the beginning of the year that right. I did this. Two things this showed me. Not only the power of the mute button, Mm -hmm. but the power of social media. And I say that to say, since I muted Donald Trump, I haven't seen nothing in regards to Donald Trump. Now, I've seen stuff surrounding it, like Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, I might hear about, you know, something with the Proud Boys or something, Mm -hmm. you know, but directly Donald Trump. Don't see I it. don't see it. Okay. It hap- is this has been like I said, this was the beginning of the year. So now we in March going into April. Mm-hmm. 
it it didn't hit me till the other day I was looking at CNN and something they started talking about something about Donald Trump. And I was like, yo. I ain't heard me? this from this man in a minute. <laughs> yeah, not only that, Greg, I was like, yo, it, it was like a light bulb went in my head. I was like, it was almost like Donald Trump did not exist anymore. That's what's up. Well, in a way it is, in a way it's not, because it shows like how engulfed you can become in something, mm-hmm. whether you want to be a part of it or not, because of social media. Got you. Like, had I never turned on CNN, Donald Trump no Neither. longer existed in my life anymore. This is, this is fact. So, my mind, you know, my mind goes down a rabbit hole. <laughs> So I further started thinking, how much stuff are we engaged in or distracted by strictly strictly because of social media? So like just media in general, are, though. Oh, yeah. Media in general. But, but, but right now we're talking about social media. Mm-hmm. People that's not on social media, they don't get. All the stuff that we get on right. a regular basis, and I, I, I'm pretty sure it helps with life balance because mm-hmm. we talked about on here before how social media can be really time consuming, right? But we, I don't think we we think about or we underestimate how much it uh, it uh, takes hold of us mentally. Yeah. Or or what we're being fed. Yeah, or what we're being fed. And I was like, yo. Because on a on a smaller scale, like I can't tell you the last time I've watched the news. Like just mm-hmm. just the news in general. Mm-hmm. So so I don't know what the weather gonna be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know what crime is happening. I get mm-hmm. all my news via social media. So it's a lot of stuff to be happening. And people be like, Oh, you ain't seen the joint? I'm like, nah, because I don't I don't watch the news. Mm-hmm. So a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that people might care about or see or talk about, I don't see it because I'm not in it. Yeah. So I my mind's down the rabbit hole at this mm-hmm. point. So when you hear people like Little Wayne, I'm gonna use an example, how he seemed like he was kind of oblivious to the whole Black Lives Matter yeah, uproar. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I started to think if you're a person that is not wrapped into social media, social media like that, you know what I'm saying? It's like you would kind of be like kind of oblivious. A yeah. Little yeah. Bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, his world, I mean, you know, everything is about him and his world. You know, his money coming in. He working. He enjoying life. He's just having fun. So if yeah. he ain't looking for something, it ain't going to come find him. Yeah. 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 And so when you get asked a question of something that you haven't been privy to, it's like, yeah, it's like what I say. It's like kind of what I say about people that have never eaten certain things or been certain places. Like you can't miss something you've never experienced. You know what I'm saying? It's sort of like the same thing. Like you can't really have a vast opinion on something that you oblivious to. Like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know what it's all about. But you know it also takes a smarter person to know that. You know what I'm saying? True. And to know True. when something ain't, and just leave it alone. Right. Just leave it alone. <laughs> just, just leave the shit like, alone. 
I don't know nothing about that. But I, so I say all that to say, uh, when the Derek Jackson situation happened, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I was like, I wasn't shocked. And none of it shocked me, but it was just sort of funny to me in a way. And I Why felt like it was funny because he built his whole platform on pretty much uh, down talking the guy that he is 1000% the mm-hmm. person that he, he down talks all the time. You. you know what I'm saying? So it was like funny, like you built your whole platform and your whole career off of bashing the uh, a type of man that it turns out you are that exact type of man. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's you know master manipulation right there. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and of course I didn't really know too much about him. I mean, you I know you said we talked about him before, or whatever. But, you know, I didn't know him exactly, the person. So when all the stuff was happening, of course I wasn't paying no mind. You know, I would see it, but I go again, I wasn't paying it no mind. But when I finally started to see it, I said, "All right, let me let me watch this video finally, so I can see what's uh-huh. going on." And just watching it, I was just like, "The his whole thing makes sense because of the woman he was dating." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I could look in her face, married to married the to woman he married to. Yeah. I could look in her face and tell she had no backbone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I could look in her face and tell that. He can do whatever. He can run over. She she's okay with that. And I'm not mm. too sure and I don't want to get too deep in 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 into some shit that that I shouldn't be saying. But I don't know if that's because of her faith in the Lord. Mm. You know, some people get too holy where it's like you know, we prayed on a week, you know, everything is going to be fixed by this 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 Bible, this book, this 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 uh this thing that we we've consumed ourselves with that we we mm-hmm. we we live to by a T, even though he's not, you know, what I'm saying, but it's like, mm-hmm. it. She just came off to me as one of those women, you know, mm-hmm. and of course, listening to him and, and all that, and I'm just like, it, it didn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. It it, mm-hmm. it didn't surprise me because I feel like there are a different there are different levels of men when it comes to cheating. Okay. So of course I feel like you know early on you know some dudes are cheat because they not really settled you know it's like we mm-hmm. we always ready for the next adventure you know saying the next mm-hmm. best thing you know when you in that when you in that state state of mind we've all been there you know you might be with mm-hmm. a chick but that ain't that ain't nothing you know so when the next mm-hmm. one come along you're like oh let me see what that's about you know what I'm saying you got mm-hmm. those kind of cheaters you know what I'm saying then you get the ones that that uh. Let me see how I can explain this without I'm trying to make it make sense. <laughs> you get the ones who who will get with a chick. She might be all for him, you know, and he's still still looking to upgrade. You know, he gets he gets caught cheating. She blows up. It's over. You know what I'm saying? He move on. He might he might learn from that 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 situation, be like, all right, cheating ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? If I care mm-hmm. about you, you know what I'm saying, I'm not gonna cheat. You know, he might mm-hmm. that situation might straighten him up for the long run. Of course, mm-hmm. we all gonna try some shit. You know, we like mm-hmm. kids, you know, kids gonna try. Some kids uh, once they get hit, they'll stop. Some kids mm-hmm. they gonna keep trying. But then you got the guys who when they find one that they know is gonna keep taking them back. 
They just gonna mm. keep cheating and keep cheating. Like he can make all the statements in the world. I know for a fact he's gonna continue to cheat on this lady because she allows it. It's funny you said this. And I'm kind of glad that you don't fully know much about it. Mm-hmm. Cause it gives me room to break this whole shit down. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. <laughs> so everything you said is true at this stage of her life, mm-hmm. right? I I get the sense that she she comes off to me like a person that feels um you know how some people um especially people that that come to spirit spirituality mm-hmm. they sometimes if they're not careful they put themselves in this I'm deserving of things that happen yeah kind of weak minded yeah, but it's sort of like it's sort of like I've done things bad in in my past that Yeah, and that's what know, I was trying to say earlier. It's somehow that yeah. spiritual thing kind of makes it like this is supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I started thinking that, I was like, you know what? I need to find her page. I want to see what her page looked like. Mm-hmm. So I went and I looked and I felt like it was a strong indication of what I was feeling. I, she was, she was, um, she's gone through some things, some heavy things in her life, and she's turned to spirituality. And it, somehow, in the midst of that, uh, sh- it's it's like a, you know, if this is happening to me, it's it's possibly because some, you know, maybe something that I had done or yeah. didn't do or. This is just a task for me to, mm-hmm. and you know, and I feel like he plays. In, I feel like he played on to that. That's what I'm about to say, and, and and that's fine that she's going through that, but it's messed up. I don't, I don't fault her for anything. Mm-mm, I think it's no. messed up of him to play or pry on that weakness. Yeah, you know take what I'm advantage saying? of it. Now, I do believe there was a time where she was definitely the love of his life. Like he, he was in love with this woman. Yeah. But fame, I tweeted the other day, fame is, is a hell of a drug. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I believe he got to a certain level of fame and and he started getting attention from certain type of females that he probably didn't get that type of attention from mm-hmm. them before, right? And so to say how you were saying, you could tell that he's going to continue to do mm-hmm. what he was doing even though he came out and gave his speech or whatever, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That shit was... Right after the speech, he he recorded a video right in front of his mistress' house. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this dude so, on the hook. Yeah, and so it got that got exposed. The girl, one of the, uh, well, a few of the girls came out, but one in particular um, that he, he ended up putting a gag order on, um, she he had just she had just um got pregnant by him back in Dang. I think it was November or something like that. Mm. And she talked about how they were um going back and forth for, he was saying, you know, he wanted to keep the baby. She knew she didn't want to keep the baby, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, blah blah blah. So she was just giving the whole story, but I don't I didn't want to get deep into that. I was saying all this to say. I felt like all he had to do was basically either shut the fuck up that's it <laughs> just 
Shut the fuck up. Go away. Work on your merch. Yeah. That was the one. And, thing. and that's the. Are you finished or you want to keep going? No, go ahead. Go ahead. And that that was another thing that that stood out to me too. And I kind of felt the same way with the Will and Jada situation. Even though theirs made a little bit more sense because of the whole public, what, what the other guy coming public, uh, little August coming public and shit, and they had mm-hmm. to. But subjecting people to. Oh, your bullshit. Yeah, to expose, bringing me into the, bringing this to the forefront of the world. Mm-hmm. It it just feels like further punishment. You know what I'm saying? Like why why what? bring me in front of the world now to make me look even dumber? Well, you know why? Because he wanted to. He wants to be able to keep his brand as selling his bullshit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so in order to do that, he had to come off like he was saying in the video that, oh, this is something that we've already dealt with and this is in the past and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah you could get on there with your wife and say that because your wife don't know that you still messing with this right. chick here on the side. And you thinking the public is not going to figure that part out. Yeah, because the public is all that matters. Mind. The public matters, not his wife. Yeah, to him. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying he's fucking up. I'm like, dude. Okay, you cheated on your wife. You want you're gonna do one of two things. You wanna save your merge, then shut the fuck up and work yeah. on your merge. The merge don't matter. If you're not if you're not trying to save the merge, then get the fuck out of it and then do what yeah. you do. No, but but it's it's guys <laughs> out here that that enjoy the that kind of woman. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. Me either. But let's talk about let's talk about demand and respect. You know what I'm saying? Now and no way, shape, or form am I saying that this dude should get a pass. You know what I'm saying? We know he's some shit. You know, she should definitely move mm-hmm. on or whatever. But how can we say, I mean, how can we expect him to do that when this woman, and there are women out here that's, that's just like that who don't demand respect? Because if a person respects mm-hmm. you, it's only so much he's going to do to you. Yeah, he mm-hmm. might fuck up, but if he don't, if he respects you a little bit, he'll he'll tighten up. You know, in my yeah, opinion, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. But what if I'm talking about is he'll self-correct. Yeah, but if I don't yeah. respect you, if I if I know you don't respect yourself, if I know I can continuously cheat on you, you gonna take me back. You might put up a little fight or whatever, but you gonna keep taking me back. What makes you think I'm gonna stop? Mm. If you don't respect yourself, why should I respect you? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 uh, and this relationship wise and anything, but that's people. You have to demand some kind of respect. If you want mm-hmm. certain things to go a certain way. Now, I tell mm-hmm. a story about one time I was at work. I had just started there. New. You know what I'm saying? I've been there for a couple months or whatever. You know, I knew some people. You know, we was cool. But nobody knew me, knew me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I was working with this guy one time. Another young guy. Uh, we was working together. Something happened. The older gentleman came across it later on. And he was pissed. He going off. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. pissed. Whatever, whatever. He going off. Now, me and this dude, you know, we never had no issues before, whatever, you know, but he going off. So I walked up to him. I said, hey, listen, I understand you angry, you know what I'm saying, but I just want you to, I, I want to have a conversation with you real quick because you don't know me and I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? You're angry right now, you know, and, and I enjoy being the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I really, I look forward to, to ways to be an asshole, to show my ass. I said, me and no, you, you ain't never, me and you ain't <laughs> never got to that point, and you don't, you don't know me, so I'm explaining this to you. We can talk about whatever, 
but we don't need to take it to a different you know all this yelling and screaming and all that it's not necessary you know if, if you from if from this day forward if you don't want us to have issues let's just talk you know what i'm saying like adults and move on and he cooled down he said yeah he's like you right i was a little whatever whatever and it wasn't even you that i was mad at you know and we pieced it out and we we was the best of friends from then on out but there's a lot but of Greg, people hold on hold on that does, okay but it's a lot of people who would who would have just let him scream you know what I'm saying? Let him get that mm-hmm. off his chest and went on about and been mad on the inside. So then, when the mm-hmm. next incident happened, he would have felt like, "Oh, it's cool for me to scream on Greg." I guarantee you, even if he thought about screaming on me, he thought about that moment. Like, hold up, you know what I'm saying? This dude ain't mm-hmm. ain't one to go for. But that's just me demanding my respect. You know what I'm saying? That's we men. You know what I'm saying? So that's I'm gonna shut fact. it down quick. But we have to, when it comes to demand, you have to demand some kind of respect for yourself. Not saying you got to yep. go out here and fight and do all this, but you got to let people know it's not okay to do things to you. Yeah. Or let me know that something is bothering you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I don't know it's bothering you, but why do you? Why did you think that was you being the bad guy, the asshole? You no, 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 not. I, I, but I would. The next level would have been me being an asshole. Is what I was trying to explain it to him. I said but, now. But would have been. No, no. Been uh, uh, in, in people's terms of being an asshole. No, I would have been an asshole. I would have took it there. No, because <laughs> what I'm saying is no. But this is why I say that. If he, if you, you expressed to him, you said if it happened again or it goes to the next level, then you was gonna be the asshole. Right. But you're still not the asshole because you told him. Look, you can come to me. You can talk to me. You don't have to take it to this level. You chose to take it to that level, so I'm so I'm reacting. For every action, there's a reaction. Exactly. That does not make you an asshole. Th- this is true. So we, but, but without so the, let's talk about this asshole. Hold on, hold on. But, but without okay, go ahead. If I decided to have the conversation because I know usually I'll just be the asshole. So in being an adult, I decided to talk first to give got him you. the heads up. But yeah, but go ahead. What was you gonna say about yeah the asshole turn? We got to discuss that. Cause, cause what people do. call a bad guy or a, and I, I'm not going to get on him, but I just want to bring him up for an example. Mm-hmm. A lot of people view Kevin Samuels as a bad guy or asshole. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's not a bad guy or asshole. He's just straightforward. Or and, even, or even Joe. Well, I, I, I see him a little different, but more on a on a on a level, Joe Button. Joe, that, that's a good example. That, that's okay. a perfect example. Joe Button. Because he's, and I relate to Joe Button mm-hmm. in this matter, because he's uh, he's confident and he's animated. Mm-hmm. It can be it can be interpreted as being an asshole, the bad guy, right, or or arrogant, right. Mm-hmm. And so. I think it's I think it's the easy scapegoat for people that don't know how to deal with those type of people to just write them off as the bad guy mm-hmm. or the asshole, and that's right. not the case. But you know what makes it worse, John? And, it, and I just had this conversation with, with with a group of friends. What makes guys like us look bad is the people who will agree with us, but will will won't speak up. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say that I could, you know, you could come to me, you know, and I could be, I know me, I'm, I'm not, I don't consider myself an asshole. I feel like I'm blunt and honest. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like I explained to people, I'm only that way because I care. You know what I'm saying? Now I mm-hmm. could either, I could Fact. sugarcoat it or I could Fact. be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? I can show you an asshole. 
But I'm blunt and honest because I feel like that that you know I I care about you at some level for us to even be engaging in whatever we're talking about. There's a certain level of care that I have there. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to baby you and I'm not going to be the yes man or nothing out because I want you to do better. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not and but because we see it as just being honest, they, the way we say it and being and our bluntness comes off a different way, but I tell people all the time, it's not malicious. You see what I'm saying? Fact, I can fact. be malicious. I can call you all kind of names. I could degrade you and all that. But if I'm just speaking bluntly and honestly with no malicious, I don't see that uh, with no malicious intent. I don't see the issue. But if if such and such beside me agrees and the other person agrees, but they don't speak up, then we mm. continuously look like the quote unquote bad guy because y'all are not speaking up. So it's like, oh, that's just great being an asshole. Oh, that's just great being an asshole. But if you True. hear it from if you hear from John, if you hear from Joe, if you hear from Tim, then you'll be like, oh, well, maybe they are right. You know what I'm saying? Or or, or maybe there is something. Maybe there is something to it, as opposed yeah. to saying, nah, they that's just Greg being Greg. No, Greg is saying everything that everybody else wants to say to you. They just afraid to. True. Not not afraid, I, and, and and we need to we need to address. That. I say afraid. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. People understand that if you don't want to ruin a relationship, mm-hmm. the best thing you could do is not be honest, sugarcoat, uh 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 uh. Stroke, eagle, egos, agree, and just go with it. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you want to maintain, you know, that connection or that friendship or whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. I think where where we find cha- I'm gonna speak for myself. Where I find challenges in relationships outside of your ass because you don't pay me no matter. <laughs> <laughs> But where I find challenges out in relationships, friendships, whatever the case may be, is I'm a person that will challenge or debate no, or disagree definitely, definitely. or whatever the case. Now, and I, it's, it's funny because me and my kid's mom was having a conversation in regards to this. She was talking to me about something she was dealing with. And I said to her, when, when, when you deal with people that are not used to being challenged, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And then you come along and you challenge them, it's easy to view you as, as the, the bad, bad guy. guy. Right. Because everywhere I go in my life, I'm never challenged until I get around you and then you challenge me. Right. And I don't like that. <laughs> so that makes you my guy. enemy. Mm-hmm. That makes you my enemy. Right. And I was having a conversation with 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 a, a friend of mine this morning and she said to me that ah oh, what was the word she used? She said I'm a uh what I got to pull it up. Okay. She said I am a um cuz the word is is escaping me. Um, a cynic she says i'm a cynic mm. when she said that i lit up like a light bulb you okay. know why why i'm not used to people expressing to me how they view me okay does that make sense 
if I knew what the word meant. <laughs> oh, you don't know? Okay, well, let's, let's read. Let's, I'll give you the definition. Okay. And then I'll get back to that. Because all I ever get is I'm an asshole. You stupid. And I disagree. A cynic is a person who believes that people are motivated purely by self-interest rather than acting for honorable or unselfish reasons. So she was saying, I'm the type of person that, that believe everybody does whatever they do with an agenda or for a reason or for some self some self motivating whatever hmm. and I agree I, I agree okay but but that wasn't the thing that brightened me up the thing that brightened me up because I got a further point okay the thing that brightened me up was that here is somebody assessing me and saying to me right this is how I view you this is this is this is what I see in you. This is when you do certain things. This is how it makes it made my day great because I'm not used to. Now I'm I'm the type of person if I deal with you, I'm gonna I'm gonna examine you up and down. I'm gonna mm-hmm. uh, I'm and it's and I'm not examining you to 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 you know have right. a thing against you. I just like to get really familiar with people that I'm, I deal with, with. That I'm right. close with. Right. And I will express to you, I, I see you, I say to you all the time, I was, you know, I tell you all the time, I say, you ain't no asshole. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you know, that's me giving you a bit of how I view you. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is healthy because, because if somebody came and said, oh, uh, John said X, Y, and Z about you, you would know what parts is possibly true right. and what parts <laughs> hey, is possibly exactly. bullshit because I express it to you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I say all that to say, I find that people don't like that. People Mm-mm. don't like for you to say what it is that you feel about them or you right. you view them as. They somehow take that as a bad thing. Right, which as negativity. is you being negative or, or you yes. being an asshole. But it's like, you nigga, I care. Ass- yeah, and it's like, but when, and I said to her, I was like, yo, I said, you are the first person in a long time that has has expressed to me something that they view me as being. Mm. And it made my day. I understand I'm wired different. I'm a little crazy. I'm a little off. You know what I'm saying? So maybe, maybe that shouldn't have made me feel good, but it did because right. I'm not used to that. And she asked me a question that had that made me think. She said, Well, why is it that you think, you know, people don't do that? And I I just thought, I think people view me. I don't know. I guess they feel like they can't come to me like that because if they show some type of um, resistance or challenge of me mm-hmm. that I would take it like most people would take it. Right. And I'm here to tell you separate the two audience. I'm not. <laughs> right. But tell but, me. Right. We want to be told. We enjoy it. But I like it from a you know I mean I don't I, w- I wouldn't say I don't care. I mean I feel like we all care to a degree. But how people view me doesn't really bother me. It shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Which, but but others do. You know, and in the conversation we were having, there was a, a moment where we were talking about, and I think this is what people. This is where I think my disconnect is with people. 
people always say they're looking out for people's feelings. You know what I'm saying? This the part of the conversation we had was uh my man was saying if somebody comes to me with something, you know what I'm saying, I'ma listen. Because mm-hmm. I care about their feelings. I'ma listen. That's just my mm-hmm. time to listen. You know, I mm-hmm. might feel a way, but I'm not going, you know, you know, and I, cause I was saying that's not real. I was like, that's not being a hundred. You know what I'm saying? He was like, no, I'll just listen or whatever, whatever. So we, this a third party was listening to what he was saying. So I said, all right. Mm-hmm. So I said to the person now, in this same scenario, if you came to me, what would Greg do? And they said, exactly what I would do. Keep it a hundred mm-hmm. and tell you exactly what you needed to hear, regardless if, if, if I felt it was going to hurt your feelings or not. Because while my man might feel like he's sparing your feelings by not telling you the truth and just listening, I don't, my hurting your feelings don't cross my mind because if that's never going to be my intentions, if I fuck with you, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. I will never try to hurt your feelings on purpose. So my mind is never going to say, this is going to hurt your feelings or don't say this because it's going to hurt because yeah. I'm not going to hurt your feelings. I'm never going to hurt your contemplating feelings. contemplating that. Right. You know but I'm going to tell you. say we not. Right. But I'm going to tell you straight up the truth. Yeah. And that's what the person said. So I said, now, which one of those is being real? Is it you mm-hmm. because you don't you don't want to hurt their feelings by by speaking up? Or is it me because I'm telling the truth? You know what I'm saying? Like my mm-hmm. my the intention is never to hurt someone's feelings that we care about. So if someone takes a joke a certain way or someone takes this uh, a statement a certain way or me being blunt a certain way. That bothers me because, you know, I'm not out to hurt your feelings. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because you can do it to me and I won't and I won't have no slight ill will towards you or anything. I'll be like, yeah, that's my man. He can keep it real with me. You know what I'm saying? But don't fault me because. In your mind, you like, oh, this motherfucker hate me. If I hated you, you would know. If I wanted to hurt your feelings, I would. But it's never the intention of hurting someone's feelings when I speak. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. I guess the bluntness and, and the honesty is what people can't deal Kevin with. Samuels. But again, it comes because everyone's not being 100. If everybody around you is telling you what they yep. tell me behind closed doors, then yep. you will understand that okay, this is something I need to pay attention to because yep. multiple people feel this way. But if you only hear it from a, a Joe and, and Joe's being loud and joking and, and, and talking shit, in your opinion, you like, no, oh, that mm-hmm. motherfucker's an asshole. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That, that ain't. But you do the same thing. You making Back. jokes about me. <laughs> that's the and it's funny you say that because I feel like that's the situation that they're having at the Joe Button podcast. Shout out to Joe Button podcast when. It was all jokes. When whenever it's a, whenever it's about joking on Joe or saying you know Joe Joe gonna fuck up a bag or Joe going this or Joe mm-hmm. you know Joe this Joe rape dogs and Joe it's all, all good. Mm-hmm. Everything is all good. Like oh you know I'm just playing with you. Yeah, but if Joe fired back and say something, Joe's an asshole. Yeah. And it's something about if you have a, this might not be the right word. This is the only word I can think of. Mm -hmm. If you have a certain level of confidence and like you said, you're not going to shrivel up because somebody feels a way about you or disagrees with something you said. Somehow us type of people Mm -hmm. are looked at as being these monsters. And I'm like, why I gotta be a monster? Because I can be 
I can I can take what I dish. Right, exactly. That's really what it is. That's definitely what it is. Everybody can dish it. Mm-hmm. Only a few can take it. Right. Okay. It's okay if it's if it's Joe Blow making the jokes or making the comments or doing whatever or talking down right. or saying I fuck you up or whatever the case may right. be. It's cool. But if I say, nigga, I'll fuck you up. Then it becomes Oh, oh this is we we can no longer be friends. Keep that nigga away from me. Right. And it's like, but you said you, you just fuck said me right up. <laughs> two minutes ago. <laughs> oh, two weeks ago, right. you told me you'll fuck me up. I laughed about it and I'm like, you know, nigga, you my man, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that I feel like that's exactly what happened with Joe and Rory. Because when they had that conversation about well, they had several conversations about fighting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it it didn't really become a problem until Joe was like, "Bro, you do know I will fuck you up if we ever got in a fight." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but 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 you my man, so I don't so even want to play like it. that. Right. Yeah, I'm not gonna take that. I'm not gonna play like that. And one one part of people's opinion was like, "Oh, Joe Joe took it too far. Joe took it too far." I'm like, but Roy was the first one to say yeah, something about putting up, right. hands, putting hands on niggas. You know what I'm saying? But because because Joe is usually the animated, I don't want to use the word the aggressor. I want to say the animated, the loud, the assertive one. Right. He's the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? And Joe said something on his last show, and I, I and this is another reason why I say I relate with Joe so much. Joe said every time a situation with him and a female ends, most people takes the female side. Of course. No yeah. matter what. Yeah, especially when it comes to him. <laughs> yeah, and, and once again, because he's the loud, the mm-hmm. animated, the the uh the uh assert usually the assertive, the forceful yeah. one, um, it's easy yeah. to villainize him. But it's like he can take it. Oh, you can take but it. it you know what I'm saying? Yep. But like yep. uh you you strong enough, you could take it. this while while we view this other person as weaker, we gotta kinda coddle this person because yep. you can take it. But it, but at the same That's time the story of my life, bro. Right. But at the That's same the time, story. it's like you got feelings too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we got feelings too. You know what I'm saying? We don't want you to to side with somebody who you know is wrong just because you feel like I'm strong yep. enough to take it. Yep. Because I'm because I'm not easily affected. Right. Then I can't I can't have feelings, you know right. what I'm saying? And not that it's affecting me. It's not even affecting me. My thing is, if you can't take it, don't dish it. And everybody dishes it. Right. I don't everybody. care who you are. Everybody. You could you could you could play like you the sweetest angel in the world. Right. Everybody did. And that's what's so funny to me about the Joe Bunn situation, because I'm like, them niggas go in on Joe all the time. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not understanding this 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 tension yeah. because when he was going through his thing with his uh, ex fiance Sam, I remember vividly. They told that nigga he had a week to get over that shit. Mm. <laughs> like nigga, you got one Damn. week and you need to get over that shit. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm hearing. I don't know how true this is, but from what I've seen, they were saying that. Roy is Rory is going through something with his fiance, mm. and it's all this sympathy towards him, which is nothing wrong with that. Right? It's not absolutely nothing wrong with that. But 
where was that sympathy when <laughs> when Joe was going through his shit? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And but, perspectives you know, perspectives are huge. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that. But I guess I guess too, going back to what you're saying about being able to diss things and not take it, I think a lot of times it, it goes back to people not being themselves or knowing themselves. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like if you if you putting out this persona, you know what I'm saying, and we take you for that, and then when we treat you as such, and then it affects you differently, it's like, bro, that's because that's not who you were. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just you don't have to be me. Right, you know right. what I'm saying. I don't. I don't want you to be me. I want you to be you. You know what I'm saying. And, and if you're you, then I'll treat you as you. But if you're giving me me, then I'm gonna treat you as me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, so when they so part of the Joe Bud situation, they were saying that um, uh, Maul had got upset because Joe told Roy to take some time off. Right. How do you how should, do you feel like? That's something to be upset about? I don't I when you said it to me and you was like Maul was like, Well, who who are you to tell somebody to take some time off? Yeah. Now now this this is just me, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not I listen to Joe every once in a while, but I don't you know, I'm not the biggest fan. So I'll right. just give my assessment off the, the few joints I listen to. First of all, it's called the Joe Button Podcast, so obviously he's the front runner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's obvious. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's first and foremost. It's called. It ain't right. called the the shoot around game podcast. It's called the Joe Button podcast. So right. we're using his name for a reason because he's the front runner. Right. You know what I'm saying? Listening to the couple last shows, it seems like every time there's some negotiations on the table, Joe's the man in the office. Yep. He decides. Then he comes to y'all and say, "Well, this is the the, the deal which I want to do." Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to do this or we're not going to do that. But Joe brings it to them, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. that's just me listening right. on the outside. You're right. You're right. So at the you're end right. of the day, yeah, this is ours. But if you're putting majority of the work on me, and, and like he said in the other show, I got to pay the, the this, I got to pay the that. Y'all just take y'all money and y'all do what y'all want. Mm-hmm. I got to pay all the behind the scenes shit and all the other mm-hmm. shit. So again, that tells me that he's the front runner. So yes, when it comes to his show, if he's saying, hey, you're going through some things, I think you should take a week off. He has the right to say that. Now, maybe in Ball's case, he could have came to Maul and said, hey, listen, I'm thinking about telling Rory he need to take a week off because obviously he's dealing with some things and it's kind of coming out on the show and I don't want it to go left. What you think? He could have done that. Mm-hmm. But to say, who are you to tell him? That's the part I don't understand because he's the man when it comes to anything else. You allow him to be the front or the face when it comes to anything else. But now you want to be equal? <laughs> now? Bruh. Bruh. You you've known me. I have been in over the last twenty years. <laughs> I have been in several group, friend, family uh, endeavors. Right. I'll say it like that. Mm-hmm. You know the story. Uh, you know the stories of me turning down contracts mm-hmm. and people having feelings about that. Right. You know the stories of uh, people not rocking with me because I can't foot the bill like I used to. Right. You notice, I mean, it, this goes on and on and on. And I've and I've had conversations with you one on one several times about how hard it is to work do with. business or work with friends and family. Mm-hmm. 
And a big part of that is because people easily feel like they could do half the work. Mm-hmm. Not even half the work. <laughs> they feel like they could do no work but have all the say. Yeah. And I've always been, even when you used to talk about it, I used to watch it or, you know, say be around it. And I never, I was always the one that, no, I want to do shit with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was always the opposite. I'm like, no, I don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? But, That's a fact. But then you, when you see it, then you see it. Then you're like, this is what he was saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, but again, I know me and I know when it comes to friendships, I'm hard on friends. You know what I'm saying? Because, and now, and now, when it comes to my friends, I wear my, Hard on my sleeves, you know what I'm saying. I'm mm-hmm. when I'm a friend and you a friend, then we, you know, I, I expect a certain thing from you, especially if I'm not gonna do it, you know. So I'm always more, I'm always more together, together, friends, friends, friends. But I'm also the first one to be like, nah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because because I, and and most people might be like, oh, you taking it too far. But I'm like, no, I'm. I, I'm the one who you know I I love this you know what I'm saying I bought this I made this, this. I did fact. this so this when it goes fact. wrong or when something happens if I get upset then to me that should show y'all the, 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 or show people that no this is serious you That's know what I'm saying but it's because it, I will say it, to, to piggyback on what you said I have I have uh, had conversations with you and. You definitely like, times. yeah, and you definitely be like. No, I'm, I'm talking about in my in my other situations you, where mm-hmm. I would have conversations with you. I'd be like, "Bro, I I can't do." You like, "Nah, man, you yeah. know." But that's your man, right. that's your, And I'd be like, "Bro, you don't yeah. understand." You know what I'm saying? You know. But again, that that comes from me being the friend that I am, because I'm like, yeah. I would never put you through that. You know what I'm saying? So nah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like stick it out because this is what friends do. You know what I'm saying? But and that's why I asked not you, the same. I, and I'm noticing that. But that's why I asked <laughs> you, especially listening to Joe, and that's why I keep saying I wish uh, Maul and and Rory would would say would something, speak. only because it's being said in public. You know what I'm saying? And I I'm totally against discussing shit to the public. I'm, I'm totally against that. But uh, that's why I asked you, how do these dudes know each other? Like, how long had they been friends? Because it's like, in in my mind, me being naive, it's just like certain shit don't happen with friends. Even though it shouldn't, yeah, yeah, shit shouldn't. Happen. And even though it does happen, I'm still naive. Like, nah, man, this is not how it's supposed to go with friends. So I always want to know how long somebody been friends or what's the dynamics between friends. Because I know me when it comes to friends, I'm naive. I'm blinded. Mm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So when Joe was speaking, and Joe never, in my opinion, he never threw them dudes under the bus, which I commend him. He never threw them under the bus. You know what I'm saying? But he tried to give the public, and I guess it's public now, he tried to give the public the answers they needed without giving them the answers. Because right. then on the second show, he came back and was like, well, y'all got mad at me because I kept saying I'm, be, I'm being transparent, but I'm not. Speaking how y'all want me to, y'all want me to expose things or throw things under the bus. He's like, no, because I'm never going to do Joe, that because Joe's still saying these are my, are my friends. friends, exactly. And yeah. certain things you yeah. don't do when it comes to friendships. That's the supposed bad guy, right? Remember that exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The supposed bad guy when he when he's trying to uh, please the audience but not throw his friends uh, under the bus. Throw his friends under the bus. <laughs> 
the audience saying, nah, you're not being transparent. You right. need to throw your friends under throw the bus. Throw them under the bus, right. But he no, like, no, I ain't that kind of friend. Obviously, I'm not an asshole. I'm, <laughs> obviously, I'm not an asshole. And and how do we, we, I'm saying me and you, mm-hmm. how do we voyage forward without changing who we are? Because all these years, and now, now I'm 41, so I'm really on the, the side of fuck it right but how what is the way what is the realistic way to maintain who you are and coexist with these folk that's that don't get us if that makes sense it makes perfect sense but i don't i'm to the point where i don't even i don't care about being with being around the people who 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 we can't coexist with you know what I'm saying? Like and so, I and I've always been one to kind of nah, you know what I'm saying, let's kind of figure it and but now it's just like, bro, like I'm not gonna change me. I I I can't. It's I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> Cause I don't mm-hmm. view myself, I guess, the way others. So I wouldn't even know what where to start. But I know when certain things have exhausted itself. And I'm like mm-hmm. just I'm cool with just being around the people who understand. Yeah, if you come to me, you know what I'm saying, and you 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 venting and stuff, and I'm giving you, and I'm trying to bounce. And this is the thing too, <laughs> people need to understand. Sometimes when you know, when when you're having a conversation with somebody, it's not mm. always necessarily personal. Mm. You know, sometimes a guy came to me one time. You know, he worked he worked two jobs or whatever. Work work like a motherfucker. And he was talking about, man, I feel like I'm missing something, man. I don't know if I need to change this job or get another such and such and such and such. And we're having a conversation. I said, oh, well, maybe maybe you're working too much. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe you feel like you you could be a better father. Maybe you feel like you'd be a better boyfriend. Maybe you feel like you could be a better son. Maybe a certain thing. I'm just throwing shit out there. Nothing personal. I don't know what's going on. He came to me a week later. was like, yeah, bro. He was like, you know, it, it, it clicked. I needed to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Now I start doing more stuff with my kids and this and that. And he was like, I needed that conversation. Because it's never, again, it's when it when, when I'm talking, it's never a personal bash. It's never a personal thing. Right. We're we're conversating so we can bounce ideas and and different things off each other and something might stick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't and it might not even work. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel comfortable if you if I feel like you coming to me for a conversation and I don't give you one. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to bounce some things. You might say something. It might hit me. And I'm like, damn, I can use this in my next conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm always willing to engage where some people take everything as a personal attack. Mm. You know what I'm That's saying? You come to me with with this scenario or this this incident, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. And I'm just throwing stuff out there. Everything ain't got to be a personal attack on you. I'm not saying you're some shit. You're the, you need to blah, blah, blah. No. Listen, l- try this. Think about mm-hmm. this. Have you ever mm-hmm. considered this? Well, let's mm-hmm. leave that alone and focus on this. Like that's just this kind of stuff I have. But it's like, oh, yeah, you think you know everything? No, I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you know how many times I heard that shit, and I'm like, it it don't have nothing to do with knowing. <laughs> like, it's nothing. It's just listening and giving assessment. And then I hate uh, uh, two. I hate when motherfuckers say you were right. It's never about being right. I don't care about being right or wrong. I'm just giving you different ways to view things, different things oh, to I'm think go, oh, about. I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to say you're right. 
Yeah, I, I, I never. I hate that. I hate when motherfucker come to me about yeah, you was right or yeah, yeah, you were right. I no, it, I was never trying to be right. I'm just trying to help I'm you say that. Give you know what I'm saying. Give you a different mindset of different things. I just don't. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm, and I'm just being honest right now. I don't know how to navigate that. Like I don't. I'm not going to. Them uh, who I am. I'm not doing. No, it. Can't. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's the sometimes I feel like that's the only way I can coexist with it's like when when you come in the room, turn turn your light down because my light don't go but but so bright. Right. Why you got to be you know so what I'm bright? Saying? Yeah, so you need to turn your light down and put your light on the level of I this just hit my brain. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. And I like that light thing. That was a good one. <laughs> no, but seriously, but seriously, I have been in situations, right, mm-hmm. where people say, "Oh, John, you, you can't, we can't do nothing. You always joking. You always, always joking. <laughs> you, always, you always got to be funny. You always, you always, you always." And I say to myself, "Okay, you know what? Maybe I am doing too much. Mm-hmm. Next time we together, I'm gonna not going to be. Gonna be I, I'm not, not not that I ain't going to be funny. I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to fall back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I ain't going." I've come in a next situation, mm-hmm. and those same people will be like, "What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> I was like, "Nothing wrong with me. I'm fine." Oh, okay. You sure? Right. You're not yourself. You you're not you're not yourself. Like, what do you mean? I'm chilling. I'm I'm good. What what's up? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm chilling. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And I will go at the whole situation, and then they'll hit me later and say. Oh, you someone right? You, you sure you, right? You was, Something on your mind? You was you good. You was acting. I'm like, I was chilling. Y'all told me chill out. I be doing too much. Chill out. So I chilled out. Mm-mm. What? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> be yourself. That's what exactly what it's, I said. Exactly. You have to. So, so what I learned from those situations is it's not about me dimming myself down. Mm-hmm. It's you figuring out why me being me. One hundred percent bothers you so much because you they ain't being them. That's all it is. This is they not how being them. My, how that's my fault though. Because you're too comfortable being yourself. How dare you? You know what I'm saying? Be yourself. <laughs> how dare you know who? Right? How dare you know who you are? Damn, you know what I'm saying? Or feel like you know who you are? Because we all still learning. Yeah, every day I learn stuff about myself every day. Yeah, but every when day. you know. It's just when you know who you are as as a foundation, it's just certain things that just don't happen mm-hmm. or, or won't happen. You know, mm-hmm. I watch people, you know what I'm saying, sit around and get attitudes about stuff. And I'm like, bro, before you get an attitude, if somebody pisses you off to the point that you get an attitude, like, I don't understand how, like, if, if somebody's going to piss me off, best believe it will piss you off back. So we both <laughs> pissed off. You know what I'm saying? So now we both pissed off because how would I feel if you leave and and having a good time and I'm sitting around pissed off because I didn't have the heart to to speak to you about whatever, you know what I'm saying? We was pissing off. Like I don't understand that. Like don't be mad about it. Address it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> Address it. Like but everybody feels like it's got to be a tough guy after this and that. No. Just demand some kind of respect from people. But 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 that speaks to another thing. You gotta ask yourself why the fuck everything makes you mad. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I don't. I don't get mad. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna tell you who makes me mad. 
now, one one person guarantee can make me mad. Right. My kids' mama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Outside right. of that, yeah. it ain't too much getting mad. But they know that. They know that. You know what I'm saying? And they, they know that. They know that. They know, they that. know that. Yeah. But outside of that, no. it ain't too much getting me mad. You this, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're not going to get me mad unless I'm making you mad too. Now we both mad. <laughs> because I refuse Bruh. to just walk around upset about something that I can discuss. It's a it's a lone it's a lonely it's a lonely world when you when you're comfortable in your skin and other people are not. Yeah. It's a it could it could be a lonely it's like like bro I'm just I, I don't I don't I don't know how to help you get past that. And that's the shocking thing about But I can't help dope. you if you're not willing to listen. That's a fact. That's a See fact. What I'm saying? That's the thing. That's the thing that's shocking me about this Joe situation because I'm like this situation shouldn't even be a thing. Right. Why can't y'all talk? And be and move past it, be done with it. Right. Now if y'all talked, then stop speaking on it some more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah. I guess that's the part that I don't really in and, and then on a bigger scale, so I get, you know, some some things will work different. But me, I'm like, if that's your boy, y'all y'all cool or whatever. Talk about it off off the camera. Once y'all get to an agreement or disagreement, whatever well, off camera, then move on. Apparently they did though. Apparently they did. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's no need to even bring it to the. Uh, but again, I know he's on a bigger scale. His his audience is a little bit bigger, so they want to know why them two ain't mm-hmm. there. But I'm like, bro, certain things ain't for everybody. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Especially when it comes to friendships, you got to really be careful on mm-hmm. on what you put out there without the other people speaking on. You know what I'm saying? You, I don't I don't really like the one sided. You know what I'm saying? Give all let all parties speak if we gonna speak. True. But it should never come to that. You know what I'm saying? Keep your private shit True. private. <laughs> now I will say this, and I just represent me. I kinda think it might be a good thing for the podcast. Because and the reason why I say that is because to me. I feel like Maul could take it or leave it. Honestly. And when you have a person that could take it or leave it, to me, that's not a person that's all the way in, which makes it easier for when something don't go the way you want it to go for you to just throw up your hands. Got you. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I feel like to 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 con- have continued success, I think everybody needs to be in. You know what I'm saying? This is true. So if he 50 50, it might just be a yeah. good time to just let yeah. come let back when you're 100. Yeah. Yeah. Or don't come back at all. Well, don't I come mean, back yet. If you're coming we back, come back 100. Right. We, but we do something different. You know what I'm saying? And then on the Roy side of it, I feel like you can't. Roy to me is prime example of can, can dish it, but, but can't take it mm-hmm. in this situation. And you, he has to understand that. That's your boy. He not he not gonna say nothing or do nothing to yeah. be malice. You but know what but saying? one thing I will say, and then we we can move on. One thing I did really really like that Joe said. He said he called Maul and he told him it's Maul over. He wanted to. He said you do realize that whether we do this podcast or not, we gotta talk. We're still boys. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this don't have to ever be anything ever again. But we need to fix us because we're still friends, and that that's the part that I I was like that that was real. That was real right there. The part that that um he talked about that I really enjoyed was the not being able to let go. What you mean? 
he was talking about he used an example of everybody goes through moments of it's it's hard to let go it, it may be time to let something go but you you mm. struggle with letting go because you're Got used you. to it yeah you're okay. used to a certain thing and i i feel like that was that was really profound especially when it when it comes to friendships mm-hmm friendships relationships are very hard to let go because you're so used to right this is true and you've been around it for so long like me and you've been friends for over 20 years mm-hmm. so it's like it's like uh, it would be hard uh, to let go <laughs> it would be hard to just be like you know yeah. just fuck it you know yeah. what i'm saying i'm done with them it's hard to do that you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and that a lot of times is the biggest challenge so going back to their show it's like it may be time yeah. to move on. Right. It might have been time. Right. But it might have been yeah. time, but that's hard because you. you've grown so comfortable and you're used to this gotcha. situation. Yeah, that you know makes what I'm sense. saying? So But yeah, man, I don't know. We we just went on a tangent, but I think it was great. Yeah, it was yeah. A great conversation. So great conversation. I did wanna I, I wanna ask uh run something else about you. So last weekend, mm-hmm. uh I took my little two and their two friends out skating, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Skating, and I ain't been skating in who knows how long. But, I mean, I already knew that my skating days was over because I tried it uh, maybe 10 years ago. Now, mind you, I used to skate like a motherfucker as a kid. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Willow Wild in, in New Carrollton, we was there every weekend. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I was everything on the skates. Like, I was mean, all that. You know what I'm saying? As a kid, growing, growing up, that's all we did. You know what I'm saying? was wow. the skating rink. I was mean. But, like, 10 years ago, you know, we decided, as adults, we all wanted to go to the skating rink. Man, I got on that floor, and I felt like a little uh, a newborn deer or something. Like, I couldn't even catch my legs. That shit was wobbling. I got on that carpet so fast. Got back legs on that like carpet. Yeah, it was over. I said, yeah, them, them days are over. It's not like riding a bike. It's it's a wrap. That like, is funny. Yeah. So, you know, I took him to the skating rink. I already knew I wasn't skating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, mind you, I think we had, we wasn't fully open in, in North Carolina. I mean, Charlotte. Like, the restrictions, mm-hmm. they just lifted the restrictions last, uh, this past Friday or whatever. Okay. But even though I mean skating rink wasn't packed, it wasn't like mm-hmm. you wasn't on top of each other. I had my space. Kids had their mask on. You know, skating. Everything was, it was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there. We there from about shit, probably about four to about eight thirty. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there in the same spot the whole time. And I'm watching everybody skate. You know, keeping my eyes on mine. You know, making sure you know ain't shit happening. Even though they swear I missed a whole lot of stuff, but. I don't remember that. But anyway, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm kind of observing, but of course I'm in my phone because I'm bored. You know what I'm saying? I ain't doing shit. My little one, she ain't skate. So we sitting there, you know, kind of just, just chilling. Chilling. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching the whole time, you know, the people on the skating because everybody falling and shit like that. I'm just, you know. But it's this chick that keep riding around, riding around in my face the whole time. The whole time. It's four and a half hours, bro. Four and a half hours. And I'm talking about, and I ain't delusional, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm a pretty decent, you know what I'm saying, looking guy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm used to eyes on me. <laughs> Here you, you know go. what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody know I look like Bay out there, so I'm used to it. But this one particular girl just kept going around. And I'm talking about nigga in my face. I'm just like, to the point, I always want to be like, bro, like, like I ain't nigga. You to holler. Right. Like, mm. Bro. The little girl was probably 
16 maybe. Oh, she need to relax. And I'm like, you know, I, I know I, I can dress a little younger, but not to the point where a 16 year old needs to be in my face. Mm. To the point it got it, it disturbed me because I got mm. three girls, and I'm like, what, 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 what goes on in someone's life that you're looking at a a 32 32 year old man saying, I mean, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> thinking. <laughs> thinking <laughs> Whatever's going through your mind, nigga. I'm sitting over here right, like focus, focus, focus <laughs> on the topic at hand. <laughs> but what's going through my mind is like I'm disturbed because I'm just like, what, what, oh what in your mind do you think? Right. What are you thinking? Right. Like I'm not 22. You know what I'm saying? I'm not 18. Jeez. What are you thinking? What is going on in your life, and and how do you get there so I can stop my daughters from getting there? Right, 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 right. Man, but it's it's doesn't surprise me. We're just on this side of the equation because I remember being sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and I remember girls sixteen, seventeen, eighteen that was messing with dudes that was. Upper twenties. Yeah, I mean, I I knew some that was, you know, but I'm just like, but how do you get in a room full of options? Young, yeah, yeah. Like, how does your mind say this is the guy I want to lock on the whole time, and not these other little guys or younger guys or like how? What is? I mean, it's again, like I say, it's disturbing because I'm like, I got yeah. girls, so I don't ever That's want really you to young. ever. Yeah, yeah. There is there is something to. Uh, a attraction of younger to older. I mean, I remember being sixteen, seventeen, and seeing older women, and being like, "Man, you know, I, uh, I, I had a, I had a joke that I probably shouldn't. It, I had a joke <laughs> I used to say that there's probably not a good joke in these days and times. But you know, when we would hear stories about students and teachers, right, I'd be right, like, right, right. You know, I, I wish it, I wish a teacher would right. uh, come smack at me. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? But uh, like you said, now being an adult and having children of our own, it's a very uh, frightening thing. And um, how that begins or where that comes from, I'm not completely sure. I, mm-hmm. you know, only thing we can kind of say is the cliche things like what's going on at home. I guess right. I don't know. I don't know what where and, it comes from. And we always, like you said, we always would be like, man, you know, we, like now we'd be like, man, I wish a teacher would have. But back then, what if a teacher did? We probably wouldn't know what to do. We'd have been shook. You know what I'm saying? Like, been, keep it 100. We'd have. Like, bro, I would have been like, I may no. <laughs> be young, but I'm ready. We didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't been around older chicks. And, you know, I mean, as a kid and older girls and kind of been like a little hesitant. Like, what the, you know what I'm saying? And that's just on that level. So, of course, you can say that at, at 30 years old, what you would have done. But back then, you would have been shook. You'd have been kind of. No, you know what I'm saying? You'd have no, been I'm, with it. No, I'm saying it at forty. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm joking. I'm yeah, joking. but you either probably you probably would have clammed up a little bit if a teacher like came smack at you. You'd be like, oh, hold up. Like, if you 13 years old, you'd be like, oh, hold up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we talk about this, but hey, nigga, what do I do? You know what I'm saying? Like, you would have been. I just wish it would have happened so I could see exactly what I would have. But we are we. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying not to discuss what you was doing at a young age. Anyway, you know <laughs> we're not gonna discuss. Right. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, it really just and it was just like, man, like it's really some some kids that need to be parented out here. 
Oh, that's a fact. I mean, it's funny you say that. We just watched a 13 and 15-year-old girl. Girls, Two girls. Carjack a grown-ass man. And kill a man. And kill a man. And the only thing she was worried about after doing this was getting her cell phone. Her out. phone, bro. You got a dead man laying on the sidewalk. And all you worry about is getting your phone out the car. Bruh. And I, I me and my kids mom was talking about it. And I was and you know, she was saying, like, you know, we when we were young like that, we did things, but it was certain things you just wasn't gonna do. No. Mm-mm. And trying to steal some carjack somebody was one of them. Like, who thinking of that at 13 and 15? Especially girls. Which, but which leads me to, and we brushed it off. They Remember, they used to complain about uh, video games like Grand Theft Auto. True. No, nah, but, but hear me out. Mm-hmm. We understood it at the time because those types of games were introduced to us at a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. slightly older age where mm-hmm. we had more common sense. But right. what about the kids that those games was introduced to at six, seven years old? Right. You know what I'm saying? And let's be honest, people that have mental issues or whatever, it don't start when you become adult. That shit starts young. Definitely. And we always say, how are these young people doing all this crazy shit I think negating that there are young people that ain't wrapped too tight at a very young age. Yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer, I bet you as a kid was doing some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? As a little kid. Because they say people that do, you know, turn into suicide killers or whatever, mm-hmm. they start on animals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Killing animals, doing crazy things to animals. I'm going to take this dog and and tie him up to a tree and right. set him on fire. <laughs> and she, you know what I'm saying? There are signs of things. But like you said, parenting. If parents aren't paying close attention yeah, to their right. children and getting the children the help that they need, mm-hmm. man, this is what you get. That's the only thing I could come up right. with. Or the love that they need. Or the love that they need. These, this, 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 these type of situations to me are product of lack a serious lack somewhere yeah. that's the only thing i could come up with right and that's, i know? mean and that's i guess that's why i was asking the question because i mean and not to say i don't feel like i'm the 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 best parent in the world i feel like my parenting works and i, I mean okay. i guess it would it would have to work on mine you know what i'm saying because yeah. they ain't really got a choice yeah. but i just don't understand how and I, they're a product of you so that plays a right. part too so but, there's certain things in them that's in you just by just by naturally you know what i'm saying yeah and it's just it's it's hard because i know a lot of people who who do certain things that that i don't view as detrimental you know what i'm saying like Hmm. oh i won't i won't drink around my kid or i won't smoke around my kid or i won't Hmm. you know what i'm saying and those kind of things i'm like damn i mean i I would drink around my i drink around my kids all the time like you know what i'm saying i don't but again, I. But you're not a. You're not a. You drink, but you're not a uh, alcoholic. That's right. A but I. But and I talk. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of. It's a lot of moments where I might hear something, and I'd be like, "Oh nah." You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, mm-hmm. we ain't. We ain't doing that. Or, or exp- understand what you're saying. Or understand what this means. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
just because I'm I'm drinking don't mean I'm a crackhead. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's what I'm saying. Let, You're not yeah. an alcoholic. Right, but no, but but they might say like, oh yeah, yo, crackhead. This, and I'm like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Understand what a crackhead. Is. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Versus- I remember one time my uh my my kids was running around talking about Sue Whoop this and that or whatever. I'm like, nah. Listen, understand what you're saying mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. you hear it and it's 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 all cool and whatever. But do you understand what that means? But Greg, but you're also a parent that's still. I'm going to use the word connected. Right, right, exactly. There's a lot of parents that don't know what the hell a swoop is. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, that is true, too. So but you it's can't just, explain something you don't know what it is. But again, that's being more involved, like you were saying. Like, a lot of people are like, here, take this tablet. Go go, go sit in the corner leave me alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't ever want you to leave me alone, you know what I'm saying, until I want you to leave me alone. But, and, you know, mm-hmm. when you have kids early on, you know what you're getting into. You mm-hmm. know you got to play. You know you got to kind of, but it's just like, like I said, my I know my style ain't the ain't for everybody, but when I see certain things, I'm just like, how do I stop that from happening? You know what I'm saying? And something. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish your thought. No, go I was ahead. gonna say that uh just back on the whole little girls thing or whatever. My man was telling me how his folks is a is a nurse or whatever. Mind you, I'm just repeating this. So the twos out there, don't crush me if this information turns out to be not true. But according to him, it's true. From from his folks, that's a nurse and everything. These little girls out here now are having anal sex instead of vaginal sex. So when they go get checked out by the doctors, their situations are still intact. That ain't new. No, no. But he's saying they're getting pregnant from anal sex. Oh, wait. I never heard that. One. See what I'm saying? Like It's just like... it's. And then these are things that just go into your mind, you know. When I'm seeing little things, we got to Google that. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm saying it's just so much stuff that you don't know what you're signing up for as a parent, but you're signing up for everything. So you kind of mm. got to be ready for it all. But you know, I I hear things and I'm just like, bro, how to how do we avoid this? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Where did these parents go wrong that this is what their kids want to do? How do I avoid that? You know, and okay. like I say, everybody might look and be like, "Oh, you know, you got the answers," or you know, your kids are this and that. Yeah, but I'm like, how? We don't know if this. Is, you know, how do we stop this from happening? <laughs> like how? Mm. Wow, man, that that I don't know. And and I was gonna ask you, where do you stand on? punishment towards parents for things children do mm, like, do you down. think okay so this 13 and 15 year old girl goes out they go out and jack and kill somebody right mm-hmm. should the parents have some accountability to that mm-hmm. I mean I, no, wouldn't be, from, I wouldn't be opposed I'm, to it I'm saying from a criminal standpoint like Charges bought on, on the, parents. the parents of these children. I mean, I guess it's easy for me to say now, like, yeah, I feel like something should be. But who knows? I mean, like, I might feel like I'm the best parent in the world, but who knows if my daughter would go out here and try some shit like that or be involved in some shit like that, like not even mm. on accident. Mm-hmm. Like it was a little girl that, that lived up the street from us. They used to always be over. Shy as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. her household was so fucked up. Like, she was tr- she was having to raise them 
her two younger siblings, and she like, fuck, this this had to be seventh grade, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she's having her parents are, are off leaving them out of town, you know what I'm saying? But she's there to to pretty much raise the family. She recently, and I ain't gonna say recent, probably a year or two ago, mind you, they it's probably ninth grade, maybe. Mm-hmm. They robbed a seven eleven or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This girl was with the, the other the the some boys or whatever and some shit went down. But who knows her part into that? She yeah. might have just been hanging with the dudes. It's you know what I'm saying? Remember the girl we went to school with that happened to? We was in like ninth grade. Mm-hmm. They robbed the Dunkin' Donut on Allentown Road. No, I remember. I can't think of the girl name, but it was we was in, I want to say either eighth or ninth grade. It was a girl that same situation. Mm-hmm. Went into a, the Dunkin' Donut used to be on Allentown Road when you go under the bridge and make that exit to get on Branch Avenue. Okay. And they had went in the Dunkin' Donut and they robbed the joint and she ended up getting locked up behind that joint. I, it, if I can remember her name, you will remember her. Okay. It was somebody we knew. I remember that yeah. shit. But, but let's say let's say she was just hanging out with these boys or whatever, walked in the store, shit went out. But now she so do I pay for that? Hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, of That's course, if you out here wilding and doing whatever, then then you know what I'm saying. Maybe the the mom, like if your mom, like man, I don't give a fuck but if you it, out here doing whatever. Go ahead, just lock my door. In, in this situation, the two girls said directly, they, they admitted everything mm-hmm. and said directly. They they set out to jack a car. They got on they got on the train, rode the train to this area specifically to take a car. Mm-hmm. That's a, both girls are saying that's abundantly clear in a situation like that. We ain't talking about a situation where, uh, what was her role? Did she even know they was doing yeah. this? These well, two girls said, "This is what we going to do." Then no, I, I wouldn't say the parents should be punished because you knew what you were doing. You you wanted to be a criminal, so mm. now you 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 deal with it as a criminal. And the parents, the parents, just man, because <sighs> I, I I'm torn on it. I feel yeah, like I'm on the fence. It's, it's hard. I feel like with everything, if if a parent, I feel maybe, this is just hypothetical. Y'all don't kill me on this. I'm not saying this as to be how it should be. I'm just thinking. Right. If you as a parent know that there are certain consequences that comes to you for mm-hmm. things that your child do, it's going to make you be more attentive. A right. little more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. If you go out here and kill somebody, they gonna come lock me up. Right. I need to make sure you ain't out here thinking of killing nobody. Yeah. Like, what's going on with you? What's what's going on? Where you going? Who you going? It's gonna. I feel like it. It should. I should say. Yeah. It should push you to parent even more. Yeah. I agree because even when when my oldest was was on her Lord's fighting spree or whatever, and I had to tell her, I'm like, bro, it ain't just you. You got three other siblings. Now, what if somebody get mad at you and take it out on them? Like, everything you do affects somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So you got to sit them down and kind of explain it to them on that kind of level. Like, it ain't just you out here. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just you out here. You got to worry about, now you're making all of us look a certain way. Now they questioning my my parenting. You know know what I'm saying? People have got caught up in situations because of that, like, a boyfriend that I'm dealing with goes out and do something. Cra- I mean, we've heard stories where right. people's cars got shot up because they thought it was somebody yep. else's car. Come to find out it was the girlfriend car and mm-hmm. they thought it was him and it was the girlfriend, the girlfriend that got shot or 
they done ran up in your mama house. We saw a story recently where a young rapper. Yeah, uh, they killed his grandparents and made them watch it on FaceTime or something. Yeah, it's like. And burned the house down. Yeah, you, what you're saying is fact, man. What you do affects everybody. And, and I have a saying that I got from my kid's mom. You know, anything, anybody, I'm concerned about anybody whose actions would affect me directly. That's that's the person I'm in a relationship with, my kids. Right. You know, my me if if something you do or or, or doing affects me directly, it is one hundred percent my concern. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I need to find out and that what goes the hell to is the, really going on. And that goes to the friends that they deal with, you know what I'm saying? That, Everything. Exactly. 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 One hundred percent, man. I think we had a great show, man. Now, I don't gotta, know. You, you don't oh, wanna you got, uh no, I want you to we wanna end on the uh on that uh, best friend spouse clip, you got to play that. Let's, let's end on the best friend spouse clip and let's review uh, the movie and then we're going to get out of here. Okay. Play that thing. Uh, I got to find it. Repeat to my wife because I don't know. I don't think she would take it the way he said it. So what he said was, we were talking about like you know like a friendship, and he said, um, "My wife is not my best friend." Mm-hmm. He said, "My I have a best I have best friends. Like we go kick yeah. it, we play football, stuff like that." Yeah. And he said, um, "If if I tell my wife that she's my best friend." It creates a different level of expectation. Yes. Then there's like comparison between, oh, you do this with your best mm-hmm. friend, and then why not that? Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, I tell her straight up, yep. you are not my best friend. I can't say that to my wife because she would. Yeah, punch me, and, so. and I cussed him out when he told me that. But let me tell you why. Because I had that expectation. I thought my husband was supposed to be my everything. So I put this pressure on him to be my best friend, be my lover, be my everything I want. I go to you. He just, he, he's a human being. Like, yes, you're my spouse, but at the same time, my sister, my best friend. Yeah. When I really think about it, it sounds cute to say my husband is my best friend. Yeah. And I'm not saying couples aren't best friends. There are some out here. But don't put that unrealistic expectation or unnecessary pressure on him playing that role yeah. when he don't have to. Y'all can be the best of friends, but at first position, he's your husband. Yeah. She's your wife. So, yeah, I, I mean, once I realized that and I started understanding, I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right, Derek. I just wanted it to sound good. I'm married yeah. to my best friend. Yeah. Y'all been dating six months. I'm marrying my best friend. How? <laughs> How are you marrying your best friend after six months? But, okay. Mm. I mean, you know, it is I'm going to figure out a way to say it and explain so it. So you might feel that way. Wait, wait, wait. You feel that way. I don't feel like we're best friends. I feel and like there's weird. nothing wrong with that. And I, yeah, you know, I can't, I can't uphold that. You feel me? Like I can't. So she expects you to be her best friend. Uh, maybe I don't know. I, no, I, when he said it, I was like, ah, oh, that's something I can't say. I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm not giving her a bit of a death. She have might be okay with it. Like, you right. know what? You're right. Right. She may have her own best friend, but have that conversation because yeah. that's where the expectations and unrealistic expectations come in. So oh, right. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I'm gonna try to make sure I get this out right. I first and foremost think we need to, and we say this all the time on the show. Mm-hmm. I think we need to to erase a lot of things that we deem standard. 
Yes. I think I think we need to go back to the drawing board and erase a lot of things. Yes. And from scratch. Yes. And listening to this, I now I understand a lot of issues in relationships. Yep. Yep. And we've had these conversations before about what we're gonna what we're about to talk about. This whole thing that that your friends have to be here and your your relationship has to be here, I think we need to do away with when we talk about relationship. Mm-hmm. I think we need to stop feeling like my boys hold a certain level of you know they they get a certain level of respect from me. Where my girl gets a, a a different level, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, like she said, oh, like or he said, one or two, oh, we play football, we do this, we go here, we do that. That's not to say that you can't do that with your girl. You know what I'm saying? Stop. And and, I, and, and it's like you always say, we need to take sex out of it. Dang I God. think <laughs> I think sex is what separates the two. Because there's there's nothing that says that those two can't go together. The same way you respect my I respect my relationship with you or, or my or my my friends or niggas I call my brothers, at the same level I have with, with the woman. You know what I'm saying? Like I want a girl that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to to Go out, have drinks, be goofy, sit around, talk sports, talk anything, talk, you know what I'm saying, talk and be yourself. I want to be able to let my hair down the same way I do around y'all as I do with a woman. To say that that's unrealistic, I think it's BS. And I think that's what we should strive for because I feel like that makes relationships that much better. Because now it's not a competition. It's not a your boys do are over here and I'm over here. No, you are the same as my my friends because we you're my best friend too. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, and again, that 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 doesn't necessarily mean that everybody has to feel that way. But I'm saying that's what you should strive for because at the end of the day, if there's a level of friendship there, I feel like a lot of things don't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I fuck with you, you know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna do certain things to you. It's just mm-hmm. never going to happen. Mm-hmm. As, same way with a woman. If I fuck with you a certain way, as a friendship, as a best friend, I'm not going to do certain things to you. It's just mm-hmm. I'm just not capable of doing that because I hold... Now, if we separating, if we saying my best friend's over here and then my woman de- deserves to be over here, I'm going to treat you as that woman over there. You're only going to get but so much from me because we're separating it. But I feel like mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with finding that one person that you can call your best friend and you should strive to look for that person that you call your best friend. Cause now you don't got to hang out with, with John on, on Saturday. We can all hang out with John on Saturday or you, you know, you know what I'm saying? That, all right. Nah, this ain't the, this ain't the event for you. You're not going to feel slighted because I go hang with John. You can be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? When you get back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, yeah, this ain't for me. But you know there's no separation between the two. You know just maybe this time ain't, you know, ain't no ain't no chicks going to be around. You don't need to be around. You know what I'm saying? Or something mm-hmm. like that. Or, you know what I'm saying? But even if it ain't no chick, you know what I'm saying? You still cool enough that you can hang around and be a friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of relationship I feel like we should all strive for in, in hopes of longevity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, all it, it, that 
that would be wonderful, like everything. And I agree. I don't disagree with nothing you said. I think sometimes, though, with the problem you run into with that is every woman you deal with is not going to vibe with your friends. Right. Your buddies, I should mm-hmm. you know, the male friends. Yeah. Right? And you're absolutely right. Um, there was a question posed, a female posed a question. On, I shouldn't say female. A young lady posed a question on Twitter, <laughs> and her question was, um, her question was, why do men like to keep women around that they don't want to have a serious relationship with, right? Mm-hmm. And being me, I chimed in because it stunned my brain. And I okay. said, well, I said, first of all, it sounds like you're saying that the only way a man and a woman can be friends if it's in a relationship. And I disagree with that. Right. Okay. Now, what happens, going back to the sex thing, is once sex gets involved, mm-hmm. once you start having sex with a person, the lines get blurry. If the communication is not there, right? right. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's eliminate sex. Let's just take sex completely away from it. I would a man would want to keep a woman around because he likes said woman. He he likes the friendship or whatever right. cool as shit. that woman that well, woman brings. Yeah. yeah, like you said, she could be cool as shit. Right. She could. I like the way she dressed. I right. like having around. She funny. Funny. She, yeah. she you know she she keeps me grounded. She right. might. She looks out for me. I mean, it could be a million anything, reasons, right? right? It could be anything. So the answer is that's why a male would want to keep a female. Uh, that's why a man would want to keep a woman around, mm-hmm. right? Now, when you start having sex with somebody, we don't know how to do that act and mm-hmm. not Have package it, package it with relationship. We're exclusively together, right? right? And so because most people don't know how to do that, if you're not capable of of doing that without packaging it all together, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do it. You sh- right. should never do it. You should never do it. And then if you can keep sex away from it, mm-hmm. you can maintain a friendship with this person forever. This is true. Or oh, 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 is her question more so... Well, I guess her question is more so coming from a dating standpoint. It was coming from a dating right. standpoint. But, I, but that's the reason why I made the point. I was like, first of all, let's stop this narrative of or this energy of dudes dudes are keeping women around or dudes are uh, keeping women around but don't want to be in a serious relationship with them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because a man and a woman can be friends without being in a serious relationship. This is true. It's possible. Yeah. If you just if you if you cut out one thing, yeah. just don't have sex with them. But You'll be fine. Uh, and and, and f- even without the sex, I guess more so, like you said, the conversation, the communication. You know what I'm saying? The reason why, not to cut you off, but the reason mm-hmm. why I say the sex is because most women are fine with being friends with you. But when yeah, you have you, sex, yeah, the next line right. is, what are we? What we doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> what we doing? <laughs> what we doing? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but even like you said, even after the sex or whatever, like, like it might not, the dude might not see long term at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or in his mind, we, you know, we we friends. Or he might not even be looking for a relationship. That's what I'm saying. So th- that's what I was about to say. 
Mm-hmm. So it's hard for if if my mind is not in in that mode, mm-hmm. then everything I'm doing is strictly off friendship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm keeping you around strictly off friendship. If 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 we're not talking about dating, if I've never gave you the idea that we're dating, if we never we don't do dating shit, then if your mind is on dating and mine ain't, you can't fault me. Now even and I might be, I might be giving you dating vibes. I might be texting you every day. What's up, nigga? You know what I'm saying? What up? You know what I'm saying? Talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Just awesome. Again, because this dude is in friendship mode. You know what I'm saying? So he's treating you like he treats his friends. Like you'll hit me up every day. You know what I'm saying? You, we we you talk hit, all the time. Right, you know what I'm saying? So you, in your mind, you give him friendship mode over here. In your mind. But in her mind, if she's in dating mode, everything you do is, is dating. Mm-hmm. So now... I'm I'm treating you as my boyfriend and you don't even know that mm. I'm you know what I'm saying that I'm doing that. So low key I'll be mad because I'm like, oh this this nigga, you know what I'm saying, this nigga ain't you know what I'm saying, he ain't this and that or he ain't whatever, whatever. But you treat me like your boyfriend because we haven't had this talk. Now if mm-hmm. we talk and I tell you, nah, you know what I'm saying, this just what it's gonna be. We friends. Let's eliminate the sex. Either we can we can kick it as friends or not. That's up to you, but I'm letting you know. But I guess that would be the man's part to being more attentive and and saying that no, I don't want a relationship. He has to recognize that this shift is happening. Yeah. But if it's in his mind, he's strictly friends, I can see, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you come around, yeah, let's kick it. Yeah. But she's like, oh no, that's you know what I'm saying, that's my man. No, nigga, we ain't discussed that. When when (laughs) did we get here? Yeah. So in her mind, she might feel like you're keeping me a, around. You're stringing me along. You're stringing me along. Why won't you just let me go? But in you your mind, you're like you my nigga. So why right. would I let you go? Oh, oh you can right. go in that aspect. See whoever yeah. you want. Yeah. Fuck yeah. whoever yeah. you want. Do whoever you yeah. want. But I'm still gonna text you, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we still yeah. gonna kick it. You coming through? Right. You know what I'm saying? You you try to watch this movie? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm gonna pull up. Right. You know what, you what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> But again, I guess as men, we got to be mindful. Yeah, that women are women. They they, they wired different. Yeah, they wired different. Yeah. But they they now on the on the dating side, I can see a dude keeping a chick around because maybe he sees something in her, but not completely convinced yeah. in himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He might it might not be time for him. Or it might be something he feels like, all right, down the line, she needs to correct this. If we ever going to be something, she might, I need to start seeing her keep a stable job or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if she get a stable job, then I might, you know what I'm saying? But again, this is all without communication. You know what I'm saying? And women, 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 um, women pick the guy. I believe that wholeheartedly. But men decide how, how far it's going to go. How far it's going to go. And that's yeah. what. That's what women have to understand. Now, men understand, like, ultimately, y'all pick who it is y'all want to deal with. Mm-hmm. But once you make that choice, yeah. it's up to him to how far this is going to yeah. go. They'll settle you down know? faster. Yeah, well, absolutely. 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 So, but yeah, I, 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 I think that was great. Yeah, that was it. So, <laughs> did we, did we, so did we, but did we complete the best friend thing? I think we did. Yeah, uh, unless you won, the, 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 you said, I, yeah. I think you said it all. I think okay. you said it all. I think that was great. All right. Um, how you feel about this Tyson movie? So it's so we got word that Jamie is going to finally, finally mm-hmm. <laughs> play Mike Tyson, what we all been waiting on. Yeah, so it, yeah. so instead of a but movie, actually, like it's a. He, he actually announced it uh, 
I want to say a couple years ago. Okay, so it's a series now, though. Oh, they changed to a series. Yeah, I that's love that's that. what. I, yeah, yeah. And I think that's perfect. That's yeah. way better. Yeah, way definitely. better. Definitely, because I think better. Jamie can give you range from younger to now. I think Jamie can pull it off. I've said it on this show several times. I'm gonna say it again. There are certain people. If you're gonna do them, it need movies. Do not get it done. Nah, because it's too much story to cover. Yeah. And now that even some movies they done, it's just two hours is not enough. Mm-hmm. If you go on, what's the man that just did the Batman, uh, the Justice League joint? Yeah. The, unless you go Daniel Snyder that joint. <laughs> Give it four hours. Two hours is not enough, man. Yeah. It's not enough. So I love the fact, if it's a series, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I think I it's a series. That. Yeah, but that, that'd be perfect. Yes, yes, yes. Tyson Shout definitely deserved that. <laughs> Especially yes. while he alive. And I like when they do stuff like this when people are alive because they can kind of tell you where their mind was at and how they, yeah. what they was thinking on this day. You know what I'm saying? Especially when he... And you get the real story. Right. Like, especially with the whole biting in the ear and shit. Now, you, now you'll understand where his mind was at. Speaking of biting in the ear, did I see Holyfield uh, call Tyson to a fight and Tyson turned it down? Again, we talked about. Did you see Holyfield? You said he look official. Yeah, (laughs) Tyson might not be ready for that smoke. Yeah, so apparently uh, Holyfield came out and was like, he'll do another fight with Tyson. And Tyson said negative. Damn, Tyson, (laughs) come on, Tyson. I respect it, bro. I respect it. I I have to get that back if I was Tyson. We lost him twice, didn't he? Yeah, you lost him twice. Yeah, I might have to try again. <laughs> no, uh, you, 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 you pick your battles, man. I, I, I respect it. I respect yeah. it. I respect the honesty. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's definitely being honest. Yeah, that's definitely being honest. honest. Like, nah, bro. Yeah. I'm not fucking with him. <laughs> yeah, you beat, me, you beat me twice. I'm gonna have to give it a shot. <laughs> you got to beat me three times. You got to beat me five times. <laughs> two, two turns into three. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Leave that. I, Mike, you my man. I, I, I appreciate that. Hey. You yeah, but what? I definitely I think have... that was, Go that's going to be a good series. No, obviously I'm saying that, I definitely think that's going to be a good series. I agree with you a thousand. You ain't got no what the hell? I was going to do one, but I don't like it enough. All right, we'll save it. I don't like it enough. Yeah. We'll yeah, revisit yeah. it. It's the Separate the Two Podcast. I'm your boy, O-King Johnny, O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore Johnny with my co-host. So you and you, stepchild, G motherfucking deck. Bitch, I look better than Rick J. Unless you're 16, then I don't. All we ask you to do is subscribe, tell a friend, help us promote. You can find us on Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and just about everywhere. You can find us on Instagram at separate underscore the underscore two. Um, We still haven't done the Twitter page. We need to get on that. Um, Man, and we just appreciate appreciate you guys um, continuously subscribing. The numbers are growing. I'm going to post that soon. Um, I'm waiting for us to hit a certain number before I put it back out. Right. I'm going to post the number so y'all can see the growth. And um, we here, man. We love y'all. Leave your comments. Leave your peace. Whatever. Anything you want us to talk about, we'll take it. This is Separate Two Podcast. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Fighting my intuition. Premature, premonition. Saw me the demolition of these phony niggas. So ahead of my time, even when I rhyme about the future, I'll be reminiscing. You want the truth, well, come and listen. I'm like that time you bagged the diamond, check your phone, and saw it was a number missing. It's eight passes you buy, half of you try, the other half of you fry. Too hard to actually fly. One day you have to decide, or you gon' be a scary nigga or a nigga that's gon' rule like me. Keep it true like me. Call you.
Like the new Ice Cube, meets the new Ice C, meets two like Cruz, meets the new Spike Lee, meets Bruce like Wayne, meets Bruce like Lee, meets old two Lil Wayne, and a new white team, meets Jay Z. Ain't no nigga that can shoot like me. Nigga, why you acting like a hoe? Know that I'm a ride for you, either way it go Tell me, girl, why you be stressing me for time? When you tell me you love me, can't you see I'm trying? Yeah, my nigga, why you acting like a hoe? You scared to take a chance, how the fuck we gon' win? Come here, baby, why you always just...